You are listening to episode number 343 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Hey, man. Hi. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm. That was a lot of energy. I'm. Enthuse- you, you know why. I, I yeah, feel I great. This is the best I've felt in a long time. And it's uh, been a couple days in a row. Yes. Which yes. Is the other two days in a row. So I'm super excited about that. I feel like we're we're making some progress on the medication front and uh, excited, man. I just feel good. I haven't felt this good in so long. Oh, that's outstanding. You yeah. can tell he's Very chattery, cool. which yeah. I was you getting know, used to him not being, and now he's talking again more, and I'm like, okay, really? <laughs> Wait, She's like, you attention? even sound like you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you do sound like you more. <laughs> you know, something else that I miss is locals casinos, like the ones that we had in Tunica. Like, I miss... Why? Because they were places that were good enough to satisfy until you could actually get back here. And now, like, like even our locals are awesome. I mean, at least the, yeah, uh, true. the local we've got. I'm surprised that you're missing him. I, I, I miss it in, in a rose-colored glass as well. I was going to say, there are some locals that aren't as good, so if you really ever have that, that aching feeling, I'm but sure we can find it's, it's, the dis- it's, it's this will serve until I can get to the real place. Now I'd just be joking. You know, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to go over to well, this place. Well, we can get to the real place right, in exactly, the time that it took us street. to get to the, what will serve. You know what? I, I do miss the excitement of the flight, though. Like, the direct flight, not when we had to do puddle, when we had to, to, to Connect, do layovers yeah. and stuff like that. I miss that fun coming in, flying yeah. in, but ultimately I wouldn't trade any of it. No. <laughs> well, there's also, and you've talked about this before. It's a very different feeling when, you know, so, so you live here, but you've been gone all week for work and Friday night you're tired cause you've been working and you're on that plane back with a bunch of people that are going to Vegas for the weekend <laughs> And they're all energy and woo, and you're like, oh, <laughs> really? And then you realize, okay, they're going to Vegas. Yeah. Right. And it's a very different feeling when you land and you know that you're home versus sure. land when you're... Well, and I'll also say, you know, like, I, I, the I know people always say that they're concerned about moving to Vegas, like, if it'll ruin it. I, I, I still think, I, I still get excited when we go down to the Strip. Yeah. You know, so I still have the same level of excitement, but... Um, the fucking cat will leave my book alone. Leave my Vegas book alone. <laughs> it's distracting. 
Tony, we hope one day that you get to, to experience that difference between uh, arriving in Vegas for fun versus arriving because you're home. Right. I get it. I do. I get it. It's, um, <laughs> you know, it was funny too for to hear Mark start the conversation off with saying, you know, I kind of miss the local places like Tunica and I uh, damn near wanted to flip my desk over when I heard him say this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get throat punched, sir. Do you want to be throat punched? That's how no, that no, no, I don't want oh, that. That is awesome. I mean, so, I mean, obviously I know uh, what your your closest local is that you guys have a, a, a an affinity for, and I'm not going, unless you, I think you've divulged it, but I'm not going to re-divulge it just to help. No, it's keep fine. Your, yeah, we live by Red Rock. Okay. okay. Yeah. I was trying to somewhat, somewhat keep your anonymity about where you guys lived in, 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 air, in the area, but yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that before, the what side of town we're on, so it's not, yeah. Well, and I think the coolest thing about it in because mark said this on the podcast i guess i don't really mind reiterating it but i think the coolest thing ever was when i got to be at your home and we walked out of the front doors and you kind of you were like mark or tony tony come here and you kind of walked me you know down your driveway the the road and he he just points goes what's that right there and i'm like holy shit that's red rock (laughs) it's right there the casino's right which is by and far uh yeah, by and far, is that the phrase? Far and away? Far and away. Yeah, we'll far and away. Uh, my most far favorite off-strip neighborhood casino. It's beautiful. It's down to earth. I love everything about it. I get why. I mean, I, I don't think you guys did it intentionally, but uh, I.e. picking a house right there. Near no, we did. Rock, but I. <laughs> well, the casino I, wasn't the main draw because we hadn't been in Well, no, it, it wasn't the main drive. But, the the but area it's, was it's, what? Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. And then Once you walked in, we're like, the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. I, I get it. I, I can I can I can imagine. Okay, so let me ask you this, gang. Outside of Red Rock, do you have a second place pick for your favorite local non-strip non-downtown casino? If if you're saying, you know, I'm not quite feeling Red Rock and I definitely don't want to do the strip or downtown, do you have a second uh, go-to? No, I don't. No. I mean, okay. the the most we might do when we can do it is walk to our little neighborhood bar, the pint. Right. Because they've got, you know, bar video top poker. bar top video poker and, and good food and, you know, draft beers on tap. So Yeah. It is yeah. excuse me, and so, it's within walking distance to our house. So that's right. Yes. Oh my God. How are you guys not eight hundred pounds? Because that's literally <laughs> how I get on my eight hundred pound life. Well see I moved to Vegas. <laughs> <and> <laughs> That had all my favorite draft beers, and I'm a draft beer drinker. I, I if I get a bottle of beer Are or can really? of beer, I'll, I'll request a like a, a, a chilled glass to put it in. Gotcha. Um, but if I can drink, <laughs> sounds really dirty. I'm going to phrase it. If I can drink beer from the from the tap. Uh, no, that's no, not, that doesn't no, it's not that dirty. dirty. You're fine. That's a I, normal thing. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's so this. the preferable way to drink it. <laughs> I mean, otherwise you're, you're chugging it from the bottle. That probably sounds dirtier than drinking it from the tap. Drinking it from the tap, a um, euphemism for engaging in water sports. Uh, That's not that n- I know of. N- what show is this? I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to say, we may have just gotten an insight into Tony's private life. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little scared. I don't know that I want to know anymore. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Let's start the show. <laughs> just in time, too. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. MGM Resorts currently owns every property west of the Strip, starting with the Mirage down to Mandalay Bay, except for Cosmopolitan and Caesars Palace. 
the company that owns all the casinos east of the Strip from Harrah's down to Planet Hollywood. Ironically, my most favorite property and my least favorite property are on the only two non-MGM properties the non-two on that MGM. side. <laughs> <laughs> you, y'all can figure out which one's which. No doubt we can. You know, I'll tell you something. When people ask, you know, where, where, do you, where should they stay when they're, particularly if they say, I want to stay on the strip, so where do I stay? A lot of times I tell them, I say, you know, more times than not, you pick what side of the street you're going to stay at based on your, your affinity for the, the uh, players club, yeah. right? Yeah. If you're a total rewards, you're going to stay on the right-hand side. If you're a uh, M lifer, well then fine. You'll stay on the left-hand side. It's just, it's um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of dig that one. I mean, I don't dig that essentially only two corporations own 90% of the strip. Yeah. But I like consolidating my play. I completely And agree. having options yeah. where you want to go. Yeah. And it's, Absolutely. and at least they're, because they're all one side of the road or the other, it's not like, so let's say you say mid-strip, you have options on which property you're going to play at. The only place that you really don't have much of a choice without a hike is if you're staying south, south like Excalibur, right. Luxor, Mandalay. Because they're so big, it takes right. a long while to walk past them. Exactly. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, if you're staying mid or north, you've got choices on which, you know, casino owner you want to gamble at. Mm-hmm. I, well, what an astute observation too, Karen, because I was just talking with a coworker this week. She's thinking about uh, her, her birthday in, uh, in January. And she said, you know, living in Michigan, it's going to be snowy. I'd like to get away and go somewhere warm for my birthday. And she said, I know you go to Vegas frequently and I'm, I'm interested in, in what you would recommend and where you would suggest I stay. And I told her, I said, I said, I don't know what your budget is. I said, my philosophy is don't spend very much on a hotel room. If you're doing Vegas correctly, you're never going to be in that room. Right. I said, for those reasons, and because Cromwell's not open right now, although I, I didn't go into that with her. She doesn't you know, give a shit about that per se. But I told her, <laughs> I said, I would either consider Bally's Paris or um, Bellagio Caesar's Palace Mirage. I said, because you can go right out of your hotel and have a whole slew of casinos on one side, or you can go left out your casino door and you've got a whole slew to the other direction. And depending on if you're a Mirage fan, excuse me, an M life fan versus a, a total rewards fan. You're right, Karen, you can go right out of, um, say Bellagio and hit up Mirage and you can go left and do all of those other MGMs, you know, or excuse me, Sorry, to the right out of uh, out of Bellagio, and you've got all the rest of those MGM <laughs> casinos. So it's just it's it's funny. You gotta, but the part you know, and this is one of the things that I tell folks who really do want to do Vegas on a more frequent basis, and that is you've got to pick your your corporation. You are either going to give your your time and your money to to Caesars, or you're going to give it to MGM because you can get free rooms pretty. St- thinking easily if you ask me you just got to give them enough consistent play to get on their radar but after that um i think the rooms are fairly fairly easy to get and it all depends on what you're looking for and what kind of room you want but i I found um, it interesting that you you mentioned you know bally's and paris and then you mm -hmm. did bellagio caesars and mirage i mean they're very those are two different right two different groupings (laughs) right and you know what else i did not mention that's right there in that grouping cosmopolitan yes <laughs> because i hate to say it even now i don't know that cosmo is um t- 
to your theory of don't pay much for a room because you're not going to spend much time in it unless mm. you can get them comped, which, you know, so it, somehow we can. I, I'm still not sure how. But um, <laughs> they're not definitely in that value. It's going to be hard to get a comp, harder to get a comp room at Cosmo there. But I would even throw in like Link into that. I love Link. Probably not Flamingo. I like being by Flamingo. I like playing at Flamingo. Playing yeah. at Flamingo has been fun. The rooms have been yeah, the rooms are terrible. Awful. Yeah, I agree. Well, the rooms aren't terrible. No, it's the food that's been awful. Well, no, but the room. Remember, we had the one room that the AC didn't work, where it was a wall unit that was all kind of fucked up. And I mean, if you got a go room, those are nicer. Right. Although right. those are even dated. I think by you're now. thinking of Harrow's. Was that Harrow's? I don't recall having a shitty room like that at Flamingo. Okay, maybe it was Harrow's. I'm thinking of. Yeah. We've only stayed there once, and I think I blocked it out since. What Harrow's? Yeah. Oh. Stayed there twice. Really? Yeah. I'd be interested in trying it again since they've renovated their rooms in the last, what, like year and a half? Give Harris, or take six months did? one way or the other. I'd, yeah. I'd try them again. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's all I killed that conversation, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the twit pick of the week then. Aerial bliss capturing the warm glow of gold, blue, and green. At Maverick Heli, hovering over the strip like a guardian of hope, of opportunity. Available to all who are bold enough to simply try. Just pick your game of chance and push the button. Unless, of course, you play table games, in which case, do whatever it is that you do. In any case, good luck. I think it's a beautiful picture. It's the, the colors are... I think what's most fun about this particular image is there is that kind of sweet spot just as the sun is starting to go right down. yeah so it casts that beautiful uh color over you know the the mountains and in in the skyline and, and it starts to reflect off from the different casino buildings plus you know just the after the lights starts. turned on like all the building light turned on yeah so yep. you get you get the glow of the sun and the glow of the lights from the building absolutely no, I, I get why it's in here. Yeah, no, I just, I, it, I don't think I can add anything more than, than what Tony has. It's a really cool picture. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Well, this is kind of good news. Actually, not kind of. This is very good news for for Vegas. Tell us about the group gathering expansion. Governor Sisolak has approved the expansion of crowds from 50 to 250, meaning live entertainment can return to performing at 50% capacity, whichever is smaller. Right. Yeah. Uh, no word when any shows will come back online. Several have stated encouragement at the increase, but Cirque says that they're continuing to prepare for a time when larger crowds can come and it's actually profitable to perform. When Resorts is working with UMC to build a, an on-property testing center that can test thousands before a large event. The increase has also cleared way for Las Vegas to start hosting conventions again. However, they are restricted to 1,000 attendees. And of course, there are restrictions that apply that, incl uh, that include the submission of a risk mitigation plan. So it's interesting that you mentioned that last part about conventions could be um, up to 1,000. I hadn't heard that. And that makes a big difference. Yeah. What's funny is that I think it was the day before... So two things about the timing of Sisolak's announcement, which was on Tuesday. Um, on Monday, I think, MGM um, posted a, 
convene in confidence plan or something like that, which basically outlined their plans for being able to bring conventions in, full conventions in at 50% capacity. Right. So we're talking way more than 1,000 people, including you know testing, check-ins, all that kind of stuff. It was very detailed. And actually, you know, looking through it, it was a good plan. And then they, I think they were trying to get this to Sisolak before his Tuesday announcement, uh, which obviously at a thousand people, that's not going to bring in the kind of conventions that they need right? to, you know, sort of revitalize that industry. Right. Well, not to mention all the, the hoops that they're, they're going to have to jump through just to be able to, to be a part of right. this expansion. Exactly. The other thing that was interesting about when he announced was he announced it about three hours before the presidential debate, which meant that okay, yes, I'm going to put this out there, and now everybody's going to be distracted by what's going on in the presidential debate. So his timing was definitely intentional. Yeah, it's a bummer to hear about Cirque, though. I thought they were one of the ones that could perform to smaller audiences, but I guess if it's not financially you know, uh, viable. I th- I've got a, a hope here, or not partial hope and partial um, idea for Vegas. As things are slowly starting to come back online, I'd like the uh, the casinos to consider perhaps bringing back the lounge acts. What if you start bringing some folks in? Um, Maybe they're big names. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're maybe it's just, you know, one dude in a in a piano or something. But bring some folks in and do some some smaller shows, things that we can come. But, you know, they used to make Vegas Vegas. Right. just an idea. You know, I'm thinking about in particular uh, Cleopatra's Barge. You know, there have been many a time I've walked by and the, you know, the marquee was somebody that was kind of interesting, like uh, the bald dude from uh, David Letterman's uh, band. Oh, Paul um, Schaefer? Right. Yeah, Paul Schaefer. You know, Paul Schaefer is, is, is a name. And frankly, if I'm looking for some some entertainment and I'm not much of a gambler per se. And that's always been my problem is I, you know, I start to itch about 15 minutes into the show (laughs) (laughs) is as a non gambler. I would think that seeing Paul Schaefer would be a, would be a cool get. And I don't know if they can, if they can pull in other folk like that, but just something for Vegas to think about. That might be a fun way to start bringing live shows back online and doing something that, that, pulls in perhaps a different crowd that they may not be getting otherwise spending big bucks to go see, you know, Cher and Elton John and Bette Midler at, at the Coliseum. Right. Well, and I think that's part of it is, is with Cirque is that their theaters are built to seat a lot of people. And if right. they can only do 250, if you think about the cost to produce some of right, those shows, right. it's probably still not cost effective, which again, sucks for the Cirque performers. And they were, I was actually talking to somebody about this this week. I feel so bad for them because they are still practicing and training and because you can't, you can't let those skills slide because you right. don't know when all of a sudden, I mean, this was, you know, a couple days ago and all of a sudden, hey, you can, you know, come back to 250 people. So I think that's part of the reason why Cirque isn't. What I do know, though, is that um, a performer that works on Absinthe has gotten called back. Mm-hmm. So oh. I think that you're going to see some of the smaller non-Cirque shows figure out how to make it happen. I mean, we already knew that Absinthe was, you know, redoing their seating and how all of that was going to work. So I, I would expect to see that reopen before too long and other shows maybe smaller like that. 
But yeah, Cirque, I mean, the cost of their production is, are just, they've got to be massive. Yeah. Battleborn's newest pin is an ode to what many consider the invention of the locals' casino, Samstown, named after Boyd founder, Sam Boyd. In the mid-70s, as Boyd began to turn the corner with the California, Bill Boyd, Sam's son, got in the habit of checking their other casino, Henderson-based El Dorado, every day, as it was just a leisurely drive down Boulder Highway. The family already owned some land on Boulder Highway planned for future development, However, Bill began to notice that traffic was really increasing on Boulder Highway. Long story short, and that long story is coming in a future Boyd Vintage Vegas episode, Boyd was the first to open a strip downtown quality resort on Boulder Highway. At the time, people thought they were crazy. But from the moment Samstown opened, it was so successful that for a time, people thought that Boulder Highway was going to become the new strip. This Battleborn pin will cost you $10. However, listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to battleborn.shop or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn pins. Next up, Caesars buys William Hill. Caesars is at it again, man. (laughs) Just weeks after it was announced that... William Hill would be taking over the sports books for all Caesars Entertainment properties. It was announced that Caesars is at it again. This week, it was announced. Uh, how many times am I going to set I this up? I don't know. Well, the, the first one you did wasn't in the script. You just said it. Anyway, it was it was announced that they're looking to buy William Hill outright with a $3.7 billion offer to purchase the bookmaker. Caesars already owns 20% of William Hill as part of the deal to take over the company's sports books. Where are they getting this money? I have no idea. I, I mean, they barely got the merger through. Yeah. And now <laughs> Caesar, I mean, the, the Vegas was shut down for how long? They're not operating at full capacity on anything. Where are they getting the money from? Yeah, Who know. is going to give them $3.7 billion to buy? Although maybe they look at it as like, well, shit, it's sports betting. And right now people can't go to the game, so they're more likely to bet on them. I don't know. Well, sports betting is still kind of new and, and tingly to a lot of people right now. So New and tingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not to Tony, I bet. Tony, are you interested nope. in this story at all? Not even a little. Oh, not even come a little. On, this, I tried. This could be how you get into sports ball if you bet money on it. Uh, and, right. And, and you start with the simple things. You start with... Like at a football See, game, no, no, who no. wins Tony, the coin toss? Yeah, Tony would have to bet on like a lot of things during the yes. game because like you couldn't just go, oh, I'm going to bet that this team's going to win. But like, okay, Tony, in three hours, we're going to find out if that bet No, works. that's true. But I mean, he, he could do a lot of little prop bets. Right. He would have the to. Course, yeah. have to. Because you need that instant coin gratification. Flip, who's going to score first, you know? Right. <laughs> I, I just want the action. I need something. There's <laughs> right. something there for me to do. I'll, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but I'll, it, it bears repeating. A buddy of mine that I went to law school with uh, it, it really enjoys sports betting. Not, not, he's not a big time sports better by any stretch, but he just, he certainly, because he enjoys sports, he likes to place a wager from time to time. And, you know, I, I remember, he, I remember him asking me one day, you know, he said, Tony, you seem to be going to Vegas a lot when you're out there. Do you take advantage of the opportunity that there is legalized uh, uh, um, sports betting? And I said, well, you know, I'll usually put like a couple bucks on a few games, you know, maybe, maybe my beloved Western Michigan go Broncos sort of game. I said, but nothing, you know, nothing that I ever really care about. And he goes, wait, 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 
you are such a degenerate gamble gambler you will bet on games but then you don't watch the games he said that's like just walking up to a roulette wheel throwing 50 bucks down on five and walking away to see and coming back by whatever you want <laughs> so no I, I i get your point and you're right the little prop bets would probably have to uh would be how you get me through but uh no sorry kids still not my not my jam what did you just you posted something on twitter today oh it was about bartman you said you saw that bartman was trending <laughs> Yes. And we're super disappointed that it was a sports ball reference and not a Simpsons episode or something. <laughs> yes. So I figured, you know, with when, you know, the Bartman came out, what I thought was going to be 30 years ago today. Like I kind of did the quick math in my head. I'm like, all right, well, they, you know, that would have been 1990. Um, and sure enough, the, you know, the, the video came out in 1991. But I thought Two for plus. sure, for sure. Bartman was a reference to the old uh, uh, video that Bart did. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Who is this guy? <laughs> and the sad thing is, is I know who it is. I don't know oh, if Mark remembers. Yeah. Bartman? Yeah. The, the Chicago Cubs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all we need to go with in that. It was it, it's a sports ball reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is, these next two stories are disappointing to have to talk about. Yeah. Tell me about the Flamingo shooting. The Flamingo was shut down for several hours after two men had an altercation just outside the property, resulting in one of the men shooting the other in the upper torso. The victim was taken to the hospital in critical but stable condition. The shooter fled the scene but was apprehended on I-15 during their drive back home to California. During the lockdown, which lasted approximately three and a half hours, while police searched for the shooter, no one was allowed to enter or exit the property or even go to their room, causing lines for elevators to grow over several hundred deep, causing chaos once restrictions were lifted. Aggravated assaults are up 29% year-to-date. Three of the four shootings on the strip that we recently reported on were committed by Californians. How about that? <laughs> right. Uh, and then let's just roll it right in the next one. We'll talk about them as a, as, a, as a combined story. There was an MGM shooting. Two males got into an altercation at MGM Grand at about 2.38 a.m. One pulled a gun out. A witness saw the gun and attempted to disarm the gunman. During the struggle, the gun discharged into the floor. No one was hurt. The combatants fled the scene. So it was uh, da, 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 maybe last Friday. It was either last Friday or two weeks ago, Friday. Somebody posted on Twitter something along the lines of, all right, gang. So it's a Friday night on, on, sorry, let me try that again. Because the worst part is I tried to go back and find it and I couldn't. Could. It was right. Isn't that the most tweet. frustrating something thing? Something along the lines of, okay, gang, it's Friday night in Las Vegas. Let's see if we can't get through this weekend with no shootings. Yeah. And, and then these things happen. And it's just, it is heartbreaking to hear what's going on in Vegas. I mean, as if you guys already have a giant gut punch because of COVID and what it's doing to your local economy. Yeah. Shit like this, to pi- it just seems like piling up. And it's not, it, the worst part about it is it's not Vegas locals that are doing this. Right. And it, right. it's giving Vegas a bad rep when Vegas itself doesn't deserve it. Right. And, you know, I'm just going to say where, do, you know, the majority of these people are coming from that. These are those weekend getaways. Well, that yeah, are because up. they can bring their gun with them from home. Right. You yeah. can't bring it on a plane. Right. Exactly. 
it just that's a good point. yeah and the fact that this last one was inside, inside the, the casino the property, yeah. that to me is it, just even more concerning and I get I've seen you know to your point Tony I've seen people talk about is it safe to go to Vegas is it safe to and I wish I could say yes but uh, I mean it, it you, you I would see still this say stuff, yes but, but I, I would happen, say be vigilant it is and most of them happen at like two three in the morning right right yeah so, so maybe I, just set yourself for curfew you know yeah, <laughs> just saying goodness gracious or just be aware if you're going to be out that early I don't want anyone to restrict what they do on their vacation if you're going to be out that late just be aware oh yeah and if you start to hear something uh, go the go other away. way now uh, granted I I appreciate the witness that you know, tried to intervene yeah, in this because it probably prevented another like shooting actually of him shooting another person. He's lucky he didn't get himself shot. That's true. That's true. But I mean, in general, if you're out here and you start hearing people yelling, just go the other direction. Right. Don't turn and look. <laughs> Don't get out your phone to record it or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Just get the hell out of the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Planet Hollywood is reopening. Uh, get what would be what next uh, next Thursday? It looks like October eighth mm-hmm. at eight a.m. Excuse me, ten a.m. Uh, but we've got a few restaurants that will still remain closed. That would be logically the Spice Market Buffet, Koi, Yolo's, P.F. Chang's. But if you're going to Vegas and you eat at P.F. Chang's, <laughs> yes. Uh, Pin Up Pizza and Ringer Wings will be the restaurants that are still remained closed. Yep. Oh, so that means um, PBR is open? PBR Rock Bar, yeah. Oh, interesting. After, no, speaking of PBR, after 26 years in Vegas, this year the Professional Bull Riding World Finals is moving their November 12th through 15th event from Las Vegas to Dallas Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys, due to the coronavirus crowd restrictions in Vegas. The event is expected to return to Vegas in 2021. I'm just going to say it. I, I don't, Tony, do you know much about bull riding? Uh, no. no. I mean, you should ask my wife. She does. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Sorry. Please no. continue. Let's reason- ask her. Hold on. Where, no, let's, where? Not say, let's not at all. <laughs> Way to call my blow. Uh, I know, just, right? Just saying. <laughs> you were going to ask him a question about how much he knows about bull riding. Yeah, I don't remember what it was now. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> back to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Palace Station joins Boulder Station in petitioning to no longer have union representation citing an inability to positively affect change. That's ballsy during this time. Wait, wow. so, because Palace Station's open. Right. Right? But they're petitioning to the get union. rid of the union. Yeah, they're currently a union. They don't want to be a union anymore. Wow. Yeah. Right? And the, here, the way you phrased it too, Mark, here, so you said that they're, they're petitioning to no longer have union rep- representation, citing the inability to positively affect change. Mm-hmm. I guess what I want to know is what were they wanting that the union couldn't get for them? I mean, were they asking for pie in the sky? I mean, listen, anybody that's listened to this podcast for a while knows I'm not exactly a, a raving fan of 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 unions but what's going on that you wanted what what were you expecting what were you asking for that the union couldn't get for you that you believe they are unable to positively affect the change that you're seeking well no I, i think this might be the flip side of that angle whereas palace station is saying look the union can't do anything positive right now they're nothing but a pain in the ass so we need to get rid of this representation because the the union can't 
there's so much of the rules that are being dictated by the state government that it's not like the union can come to you and say, hey, we want to do this and we want to do this. And, and Palestinian is going to go, I can't do any of it. Right. My, my hands are tied. So I don't think this is so, the union not helping out Palestinian. I think this is Palestinian going, this union is nothing more than annoying and can't change anything. So we just need to knock it off. But can the, and obviously I'm showing my ignorance about employment union law from that aspect, but does, can Palestine, because I interpreted this statement meaning the employees of Palestine. Yes, it's the employees. So that basically means they don't want to pay the dues anymore. That's what that means. Hmm. All right, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I may. I thought it was Palestation that filed it itself. I didn't realize it was the employees of Palestation that wanted to make. Well, that yeah, mention. it's a union. I mean, the the company can try and get rid of a union, but if the employees are the ones that ended up deciding oh, well, whether that, there's a union or not, yeah, that to me says the employees don't see any any value of being a part of the union. And they've decided they want to, I'm like, I'm not paying yeah, you I'm my sorry. dues. I should have thrown employees in there. I just used Palestation and Boulder State. I just used them as properties. Oh, I, yeah, I no. I didn't even think that, yeah, yeah That's a big difference. Yeah. No, so if it's the employees, oh, yeah, it basically means the employees don't see any value of being part of the union and, and just want out. And I just, and like I said, I just would be interested in knowing what were the employees asking for that their union couldn't get them. I know, That right? they believe they can't positively affect change but all right we've i may have i may have killed that no that's it's an interesting and thank you I for agree. clarifying it's one of those things that i'm like i wish now i wish they would have given me those details like where can i get those find a, a palestation union employee right <laughs> if only somebody lived in the area that could swing by and i know i was thinking about that i'm like what's the happy half so, here? <laughs> let me ask you a question i know just uh just uh, i'm gonna sit at this bar here i know it can't oh hey by the way bars are opened right yes. yeah we talked about this last week yeah we talked oh, about yeah the bar tops are open so are you guys able to walk to your local pint place and and sit and play some video poker and drink beer currently yes yeah your life so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Following up on the man who jumped into the fountains of Bellagio and drowned, the RJ reported this week that meth was found in the man's system at the time of the incident. No. Which, I don't know if that makes the story better or worse. I Because, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. My, my only comment to it is, you know, if it was somebody that was drunk and stupid and screwing around and they jumped in and little did they realize it's deeper than they thought and right. they couldn't swim because they've drank you know uh, three buckets of beer <laughs> right. you know, that's one thing but god this poor guy that's on meth probably didn't even know where he was right <laughs> well and that's if somebody drank three buckets of beer they probably don't know where they are right <laughs> true but, true so i don't i look at it from the standpoint of it, it's disappointing but it's not surprising because they did say that before he jumped in like he was talking he was talking to himself yeah. and and was real agitated on the side so i mean there it, there was a pretty good shot he was on something meth is another one of those drugs that like i like why mess around with it like like nothing good comes from it uh, look I, it, it's one of those things to me where all right if you ingest some kind of ju- drug if you smoke some kind of drug i'll even give you snorting it because, like, I have to do nasal sprays for my, right, my allergies. Right. So, I, I okay, I could get snorting a drug. Wrap my head around these ideas. I, I yeah. can. I can wrap. I, I don't. I have no interest in trying most of them, but, but I yeah, get it. Yeah. But when it comes to, oh, no, I have to heat this up, cook it, and inject, inject it into it, my yeah. arm. Okay, that might be where I, you know, yeah. where I draw the line. I'm just I, saying. I, I agree. But, no, it, it's, it's sad. 
and I, I'm sure, unfortunately, there was probably some mental health stuff tied in with this that we don't know about. At least they can mm-hmm. test it and say, look, there, meth was probably definitely a factor in him jumping in in the first place. Right. Hey, thanks for leaving me the down to jump into. Okay. Despite being a 21 and over establishment, it was revealed this week that Circa will have one place inside it that is open to under 21. Barry's Downtown Prime Steakhouse will be the only place inside Circa to allow those under 21. See, I appreciate the idea of saying it's over 21, but I just don't, I don't understand how logistically you can really pull this off. Like, what if a family wants to come to town? And you're like, they're oh, nope, you can't stay there. here. No, they're not staying yeah. there. I, I, and I'm not saying I'm against it. I just, uh, I'm curious about the logistics. I, I, and I'm curious as to why the steakhouse Yes, Karen. Is it's, keep going. See, it's in their contract. It was in they they negotiated it in their contract. Uh, okay, so that's interesting. But is this, I, is the steakhouse sorry, sorry. still going to have like an age limit? So like no kids, like nobody under twelve or something like that. Or I don't know. Are they just letting anybody in? Because to say. me, it's like this is a steakhouse. You better not bring your screaming two year old into a steakhouse well, okay. where I'm trying to have I a think nice we're dinner. We're going extreme when you go from under twenty one to down to a two year old. Well, that's why I'm asking: Is there an, another age restriction? Yeah, I don't know where they have to be at least 12 or 13 or whatever, not, you know, so they're not offering a kid's menu or are they? Because otherwise I don't, that's not really a steakhouse that I'm, Oh yay. They're going to have kids. there the only place on the entire property. I don't know why you go to kids. Like to me, I always think of, I mean, I, I guess I think of, no, but it makes you know what I think difference. of? I think of Julie and Chris. That's yeah. what I think of. I think of families like that. No. And, and that's, that's fair. Unfortunately, not all kids, because they're ki- they are still kids, right? Are, are behave like their kids do. So that's a different thing. But I could see if it was an eighteen year old, nineteen year old, even seventeen, the kind of that age range. But once you start getting, you know, under ten, why? That's why I'm wondering if there is some other kind of age restriction. I there. wonder if this isn't just PR bullshit, and it's like, oh, it's it's under because already. You have to be 21 to be in a casino. Like, you can't even walk into the casino, technically. Well, they, most of them do. We've seen it. The but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. so is that really what this is? I mean, are they going to be IDing people at every door? Or is it one of those things where they're going, hey, you have to be 21 to be at Circa? Like, you mean like every casino? Hey, I think, honestly, I think Derek is practicing for it because they are already IDing people to get into the D and the Golden Gate downtown right now. Huh. That's so think point. about it. Yeah. That's, I mean, they're, and there's, they're saying it's because of COVID, but to me, that seems like a good round of practice for the employees to say, yeah. no, we're going to do this at the, at the entrances. Yeah. And if you're not 21, you're not getting in. Why not? Throw in metal detectors so we can, uh, we can, <laughs> right, we can deal shooting. with all the shooting bullshit. And I'm sorry, Tony, I jumped all over the point that you wanted oh. to make. Wouldn't, no, no. And, and, and frankly, mine was really more just a, a sarcastic, I know, shocker coming from me, right? But, you know, <laughs> a, a sarcastic comment, which is what was their rationale for saying we'll allow folks under 21 to come into the steakhouse? Were they sitting around a conference room and somebody said, wait, now, hang on. You know who has a lot of money to spend at a steakhouse? 17-year-olds. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we got to tap into that 17-year-old demographic. <laughs> exactly. That's a market we so, need. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. A by Jose Andreas is reopening at Cosmopolitan October 15th for meals Thursday through Saturday at 5.30 and 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got that tickets. That says it all. I got yeah. tickets. I have a seating. Oh, wow. I have a seating. I'm so excited. I have a seating. 
I don't want to say when because then it might be like stalker people going, I know where she is. I'm going to find her and kill her. So I don't want to do that. But um, yeah, no, we, I am <laughs> so excited. Kill. Like that, that's, so excited. That's what it is. Like they, Ego much? Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've had a couple crazies along the years. So <laughs> sometimes yeah, it's better so to not let them know exactly yeah. where and when you're going to be. Yeah, yeah I um, love it. But no, I'm, I am so 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 excited and I'm going with uh, another couple that we're friends with I don't know if they want to put it out there so I'm not going to you know I'll let them reveal it when they want to but um, I am over the moon so excited cannot wait and I literally have a countdown on my phone because it's in like 43 days wait hold on where is it I'll find it but it, yeah I, I, I can't wait and Alistair has already said he's going to block me on Twitter that day <laughs> oh. um, but he's already been, so you know he can just deal with That's, it. Oh, I didn't know he. Oh yeah, he's been. Yeah. He's been. But no, I'm. I'm. I'm I got tickets. Yeah. We got a couple of uh, last minute additions to prop bets for you. Starting Monday and Tuesday, October fifth and sixth, the E Network will begin re airing the first season of Las Vegas, starting at one a.m. and again at six a.m. And then secondly, uh, due to technical difficulties, the brilliant show at Neon Museum is unavailable until further notice. Uh-oh. Yeah. Something broke. Right? Exactly. They're like, somebody come out here and fix this. I flipped the switch. It's not doing anything. When they anything. say until further notice, that's not usually a good sign. Right. We got a lot of positive feedback because I also went to Twitter uh, with that information about Las Vegas. Entering. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny now that now that I've seen it and Karen's watching it now and and I get it like now now I feel like I'm part of a of a group. So Tony, you can get a fix at least on season one until we get through the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done with season two, so oh yeah, right. we're getting there. Nice. You're making your way through. Yeah, I, li- listen, kids, sincerely, those DVDs have sat in a one of those uh, like God, what do you call them? Those giant tote plastic bins mm-hmm. that the right. college kids use to, to move their stuff in with. Right. They've just been sitting there for years untouched. So the worst part is, is it's only because you guys are now now watching it that you want to watch it. Right? <laughs> I know, but I feel bad. I'm like, I know Tony wants to get these back so he and Jen can watch them. Like, we, we got to speed up, honey. We got to watch yep. more. I can no send way. you seasons as we complete them. We can oh do that. <laughs> We could do Holy that. shit, it cost you guys like 150 bucks right. to mail them. Shipping. <laughs> only paid 20 bucks to send the whole set out to you. If you could have just bought them, it would have been cheaper. If you could have found them, yeah. That's great. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, they did. You, they have been giving some really nice feedback, and it's it's kind of just fun just to, to watch and, and, and get and hear other people's uh, thoughts on it. And same with, and I mean this sincerely, same with the uh, folks who either supported me or opposed me on Twitter as it relates to um, Park MGM and it's and it's go, having gone non-smoking. Yeah. I, I've really uh, enjoyed getting to see some of the 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 pro non-smoking and the and the con non-smoking. Agreed, it's, agreed. It's fun to. to to hear each other's um because they both make good points and you know one of the things maybe i not that it not that i felt attacked or or even remotely uh besieged (laughs) because i can't come up with any better word Uh, (laughs) i can i can appreciate mgm park mgm from a business standpoint saying we're going to we're going to try this out you know it's one thing when the government imposes their will on you. It's a different thing when, when the business says, Hey, we're going to try this as our, right. as our business uh, model yeah. and see what happens. So, you know, I, I will repeat what I said last week. Good luck to them. I, I think that folks who are really looking for, and, and a couple of the folks said MG uh, park MGM has always been one of my favorites anyway. So the fact that they're non-smoking just makes this even 
you know, cooler of, of a place for the, to ensure I'm going to stay. Right. I'm like, listen, if that's already your favorite place, yeah, you're going to, you're a winner all the way around that. Right. Yeah. And it looks like, I think um, Vital Vegas posted something today that they've replaced the carpet, um, <laughs> which totally makes sense if you're going from a smoking to a non-smoking casino. They changed the carpet yeah, and all the rooms? Yeah, that would be, to, I don't know about the room. Well, the rooms were always supposed to be non-smoking. Well, I'm, I'm sure they had smoking rooms. I don't Every know, casino has smoking rooms. They had smoking he rooms. He wasn't, he was, uh, take a picture of the casino carpet. So right, I, I saw it. I don't know about the room carpet, but yeah, I think that's funny that, yeah, if you want to make sure you're a non-smoking hotel, now's a good time to replace the carpet because right. that smell is in there and it ain't going to come out. <laughs> good call. All right, well, listen, I guess that's probably going to do it then for uh, episode number 343. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Tony. Karen. I'm at 360Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so what? He said 360Tony. I I know, but I I thought it was just a pause in it. Yeah, he said 360Tony. Oh, did he? Okay. I thought the same thing. I thought thought the uh, audio just dropped out. Yeah, every once in a while, your audio will drop, and we're like, no, that's... I can usually just cut it together, but it didn't click that he was missing a piece. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. No, that was legitimately pausing where my brain was like, that doesn't sound right, but just keep rolling. I'd have caught it yeah, tomorrow when I was editing. Like, oh, shit, that's what he said. I just pulled it out from an earlier episode and plop it in. It nobody would know the difference. <laughs> if you, if you want to find me, you certainly know how to find me on Twitter. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Yeah.